Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. From SA to the USA, we're on Is the Techie Guy. Welcome to another Talking Tech with the Techie Guy. Um, today we're doing a very interesting experiment. Um, I got Brett um, McGill from South Africa, who's a social media junkie. Um, I would say addict, but junkie seems to be the more PC word. And what we're doing today is we're trying to understand Snapchat. So the reason this is coming to you kind of a little bit weird, because I've got the podcast going, we've got the equipment going, and we've got live video going on Facebook. So we're using social media, we're using technology. Brett, how are we doing? Hey, Ron. How you doing, man? Excellent, excellent. So, video is where it's at, clearly, right? Yes, it's beautiful, it's amazing, it's exciting. Okay. Everything else is lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let, let, let's talk at the beginning. Mean, well, Brett, give us a quick inter- um, overview. Um, who are you? What do you do? Okay, so, um, so long story short, I'm the uh, owner and operator of JobyBrew.com. We're a craft beer e-commerce store here in South Africa. We sell locally made craft beer online. Right. Um, but part of, part of the, the cool part about my job is that I get to experiment with a whole lot of social media, which is another passion of mine, um, digital and technology, obviously. So I get to play around with all new things from Periscope to Snapchat to Anchor to anything else that I sure. like just to make my business a bit more interesting and <laughs> by not effect I somehow just start learning a lot about the apps and people ask me about them because well it's just easier to ask a friend than to try and learn yourself you know of course <laughs> well and effectively that's what we're doing today right <laughs> yes okay all right so let's let's talk, let's talk Snapchat I mean you've been using Snapchat for a while you're kind of I would say one of the first people to really kind of hammer Snapchat into every event, every tech event we've been to, any kind of um, social gathering, we had your Snapchat going. Snapchat, the way I understand it, started off by being purely a thing that you would send to somebody you shouldn't have sent to, the picture used to disappear, so effectively people use it for sexting a lot, um, and then the, the image used to disappear and you technically couldn't take a screenshot of it. And if you did, it would alert you. And that's how Snapchat started. Is that right? Mm. Well, you know what? Initially, when Snapchat first came out, I must be honest. I So I used to have an iPhone, right? And I found that I, the apps always used to come out on iPhone first. It was beautiful. Mm. And we moved over to Android. The problem with that is that I found the technology on the Android system just wasn't as up-to-date as the iPhone. So I saved my Snapchat account, and then I didn't use it for a while. Right. But I stayed, I stayed up-to-date with everything. And yes, so initially... It's a very, 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 very young platform. And we're talking Generation Z and below. Um, and that's, and that, so, and what happened is is that obviously it's young kids and instead of doing sex thing, you're doing sex videos, <laughs> yeah. sex, sex things like, you know, and that's, listen, that's life. That's going to happen on any platform. For sure. And it has happened. I think it's actually happened on every platform. So, and that's how it started. But the more Snapchat grew and the more the company developed, they started introducing uh, a thing called My Story. They started introducing branded channels and people started digesting content in a way that we've never done before. And not, not in this Right. Not in this unique, creative way. And I think then Snapchat started reaching a phase where more people other than just your tweens started using Snapchat to digest media rather than just each other's personal photos and imagery. And that's why I think it started to diversify to a broader market rather than just the youngsters. 
Okay, but is is that growing now? I mean, are we seeing more of the brands starting to use Snapchat in their day to day social media rather than just Twitter, just Facebook, just YouTube? I think you know, Laurent. I think if you're not using Snapchat now in a, as a brand in some way, um, you're not being relevant to your current markets, and that doesn't apply to everybody. Obviously, I sure. mean, it does. It does some brands that doesn't suit it, obviously, but. For example, you have Superbalist, Mashable, and I just use Superbalist because they're not really a branded yeah, um, channel yet, but Superbalist has an account that they have their fashion models or photographers use, mm-hmm. and they create some interesting content for their fans, and it's quite fun. It's, it's not brilliant, but it's, it's awesome to see a brand use, using that, and they're pushing it really hard on other platforms. You see, Snapchat's problem is that it's not integrated into other people, other okay. social networks. Yes. Like, you can't like share your Snapchat profile on Facebook or Twitter. You can now. Like it's it's a recent update. But before it was a lot more difficult to get people on and everyone's like, no, no, Snapchat's so irritating, no one can understand it. But Laurent, I think about ten years ago, do you remember saying to somebody, Are you on Facebook? Are you should friend me? Sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Same, the same kind of thing has to happen now just on Snapchat. So are you on Snapchat? Oh you just my handle. Right. You just have to do the legwork again and people are not used to it because now it's easy to get Facebook and Twitter friends and YouTube and all that jazz and brands are using it some brands that are using it are using it in such fun and unique ways there was do you remember Zoolander of course absolutely great okay so Zoolander 2 just uh, was just uh, <laughs> yes. came out and it was fun but one of the things as a brand what they did is they had a specific channel and they streamed together everyone snapped um, all the celebrity snapchats from the Zoolander premiere right. Right, okay, right, right. it creates one coherent story and it was a stunning thing and that's what people are missing out on is okay. that Snapchat is that experience, that first-hand, real, so, I'm there experience and let, that's what I think is the power of it. Now, now let's, let's, let's slow it right down because now we've talked about 7,000 different uses of Snapchat. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, so here, here's here's my okay. So let, let me tell you my, my, my experience with Snapchat. Um, so I've loaded this on. Um, I thought, let me go have a play. Clearly, I'm missing something. Everybody's using it. What's going on? Number one, it's got the most unintuitive interface on the planet. You would, <laughs> uh, you would think these days that it would be much more user friendly. But you go into this. Yes, you can snap away. If you do something wrong on the second screen, you will lose your first screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, am, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I right? Uh, you must remember that Snapchat is built around touch, okay? Yes. Everything around Snapchat is around a touch phone. Even the keypad is touch. Doing doodles is all touch, sure. okay? And for the generation that we're looking at, which is between 10 to 15 to 18-year-olds, a lot in the U.S., I admit, because they have the bandwidth, but um, mm-hmm. they brought up on a touch smartphone. Don't have a problem so, with it. Don't have a problem. My question is the second screen. Once you've done your doodles and you've, and you've put smiley faces and you've put nice mm-hmm. filters... When you go to that second screen, you've got a couple of limiting options at the bottom. One that looks like a down arrow, one that looks like a plus. Oh, what? Oh, yes. What are those? <laughs> okay, so well, actually while we're talking, um, I'm actually going to Snapchat now while we're talking right. because I think that's really cool. Um, so I'm just going to record this and there it's recorded. So what you have on the actual Snapchat second screen is you've got, obviously you can cancel it. You have an option at the... I don't know, I guess your first option in the top right-hand section, right. which is to add your emojis. And I'm sure, as you know, Laurent, emojis no, no. have no language sure. that can be cross-cultural, which is beautiful. Then you can add in text. 
um, and that you can change the size of your font to add a little bit of a message. I like to use links. You can't really use a link, but you know, add in a website, whatever you want to talk about, or a hashtag if you're on Twitter. Then you have the doodle option, right. which is quite cool. You can do anything you want. You can be very creative. If you look at some American accounts, like Sean Duras mm. creates amazing works of doodle art. It's it's awesome, but you know, I'm not there yet. But right. uh, it's, it's, it's so fun to do if you want to customize whatever snap you're doing. Then you can have a mute button where you can mute the sound. You can download that snap that you've just created. Or you can add in a, uh, a button to add to, add to stories. Okay, instead well, of just let's, so let's, let's stop there. Let's stop there. Right. With Snapchat, you have the option to take a snap, a picture. You can yes. doodle all over it. Um, yes. You can add your emojis. You can then yes. send that to a friend. You can send it to multiple friends, right? Yes. Okay, that's option one. Option two, you can snap a 15-second video clip. Mm -hmm. You can then add your emojis and add your doodles, make it all look funky. You can then add that to um, send this to friends, or you can add it to something called My Story. Yes. What is My Story? So My Story came out, that's, that's actually, I think, what changed Snapchat for a lot of people right. and for content right. creators because my story allowed you to broadcast to your community rather than just um, direct your story to one specific person okay. or okay. all group of people. So my story is essentially, think of it like the way I can maybe explain it to you is think about it as your Facebook wall. Okay, you can post whatever you want on your Facebook wall the same way you can post whatever you want on my story and your followers or friends or whatever you want to call them sure. uh, can choose to look at that or not. So my story is, is a way to create a coherent story, literally a story in video and picture format, you know, created in a fun, unique way on, right. on your day-to-day -day life that anybody can choose to digest or not and it's not forced. So okay. you can send a normal message to somebody on mm -hmm. that video but in my story, it's an option. A lot of people actually consider if, you, if you're going to spam, if you have like 300 contacts and you click every single contact and you send a message out to every single one of them, a lot of people consider that a little spam, especially if it's well, not exactly. relevant to yes. that time. Right, right, you know? right. So, I mean, it used to be fine when Snapchat was still small and only a bunch of teenagers, but now more and more people are getting involved, more brands are getting involved, more communities, sub-communities are growing within Snapchat. So it's getting very interesting. And my story is a way of broadcasting that and people can choose to watch it and digest it or not. Now, and, does um, my story live for tw for that for the 24 hours or does my story live forever? No, so my story lives for 24 hours and then it's gone. Okay, so okay. now... And what's, and very cool feature about Snapchat and on the 24-hour story, you'll actually see a countdown, like a, a timer almost, in a very nice way. So it almost, you can right. see it countdown in like a pie chart segment thing. Yeah, right, right. So you can, yeah, so you can see how much time each segment of your snapchat has to exist left okay but so now brett, out, brett one the question is then um okay so a couple of questions <laughs> if we've sorry, got sorry. if we've got my story um yes. can, number one can i rename my, my story to to something else in other words can i make an event relevant can i say um launch of a phone or is it always going to be called my story no, it's always, you know what, it's always going to be called My Story. Okay. I suppose you could change the name of your account for about no, 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 three sure. evenings. Sure. Okay, know? so so, cool. so, so you, if it's called My Story, and I'll, okay. so I can only have one story at a time every 24 hours. No, you can, okay, so you can create a stream. So I can have literally as many quick 15-second videos as I want, right. and all of those will come together 
and yes. create a story. I, but, I did my first snap this morning at 48 minutes past 8. Okay. Well, okay. The, now the, but Red, the then, question is, if I can create 15 second clips and add the 15 seconds clip to my story, yes. they're all going to be either incoherent because they're not related to each other. Um, so I understand if I'm doing a day in the life of. So in other words, here's me having my morning coffee. All right, I'm going to show you my ca coffee. Right, important. Morning coffee. Right, here's me going onto the website. Here's me going to my first meeting. And here's the afternoon lunch and then my dinner and I'm going to bed. All that makes yes. up or one story, that makes sense. What yes. doesn't make sense is that if I'm doing, here's my guys, hi, here's what I'm up to today, um, then I'm, I want to shoot something specific to do with a specific event I'm attending, um, but I don't want that linked to my morning cup of coffee. I can't split the two streams. No, but that's actually half the point. Okay. Because... Because it is from your point of view, exactly from your point of view, which makes it very human and makes it very relatable. So as Laurent, if you're going to have your morning cup of coffee, everyone knows at this time, your Snapchat will usually have you having your morning cup of coffee. And then five minutes later, you say, actually, like I do, I actually introduce my day, what I usually have planned. Sometimes okay. it doesn't always go according to plan. And that's fine. It doesn't need to. Okay. And, and But it, in some way, it actually is a coherent story because it's your story. So it, it, can, can we look at this? So can I look at this in, as if someone's got a webcam stuck to my head, like a GoPro for the rest of the day, and this is kind of a day in the life of? You actually could look at it in that <laughs> okay. way. Um, and when it comes to brands, they can do something similar, although I had an idea to give access to one Snapchat account to five different influencers around one brand. And they would like all go to one event right. and they would literally share one story, but from different points of view. So you can be very creative and hack it. But the, the point is literally to have from your point of view, your story around your experience. Cool. So, so now I've got that. I've done my experience for the day. It lives for 24 hours. Yes. What happens if I wanted to live for as a lifetime? Why, can I save that somewhere? Can I export it? Can I do something else with this? Yes, so you can. Um, before, like I had to do it this morning very quickly. I had a very fun story yesterday. Um, so you can actually go to um, the option of my story once you've posted everything and you're happy. Um, and obviously you just swipe right. And there is an option to download your story onto your phone. Okay, now what that allows you to do, now you must remember Snapchat's video quality is not great. Sure. It's not what you're going to find on high resolution YouTube or, Facebook, or Facebook, but you're able to download that story and share it on some other kind of mobile platform. You can cut it. You can, if you have a nice little editing, um, even iMovie, it doesn't matter. You can cut it up into little bits and share it on Twitter. You can share the video on Facebook, although it doesn't look great. So you can use the, the story on other platforms, but remember that it should be mobile. Think, think okay. of it, Snapchat is mobile first, mobile only. Think of wherever you're going to put your, your story that you've just downloaded. Mm -hmm. Think of it on a mobile okay, specific cool. but, I mean, but if I've got, if I'm doing a specific set of Snapchat and then I'm, I only started for, for my, for this particular event. Um, and I don't want to, and I don't want to do it a day in a life off, but over a period of, let's just say an hour, I want to snap a whole bunch of 15 seconds little clips together. I can do that create it as my story, download it, and I've got it forever. Yes, that's correct. You can but, do that. That, that's actually the best way to do it, I think. And it doesn't, but then after 24 hours, it will no longer live on the Snapchat platform. I have to find another home for it. 
Exactly, exactly that. So, and that's why. Um, remember when you said earlier when when uh, teens were sexting about Snapchat, and that's gone. And that's it's not gone forever, but yeah, sure. that's the old Snapchat. But so, what Snapchat now allows you to do as well, if you see something when you're watching somebody else's story, you can screen grab it, and Snapchat will let you know that someone screen grabbed that, gotcha. that picture gotcha. or video, whatever the case may be. All right. Um, so they, so it's, it is going to live somewhere else sometimes, but not all the time. So, so here, so let. Let's kind of all right. So okay, cool. This is this has been really helpful because it's kind of getting my mind around the idea of Snapchat is different. So Snapchat isn't video. In other words, what we're doing now, we got a whole bunch of guys um, tuning in on live views on Facebook, live streaming. Hello, everybody. Um, you can leave your comments below, and then I'll send copies to this of the podcast later on. So if you missed anything, you can go back and check that out, and along with Brett's contact details, so you can spam the hell out of him saying. Um, help help me out yeah um so just so we kind of just a quick recap so in other words snapchat's different snapchat is not live meant for the live video and interviews it's not meant for almost kind of a coherent edited nice piece from start to finish snapchat is very much meant for a snap a snap in the live of so yes Okay, so effectively, I'm just clarifying in my head because I'm trying to get around, get around it and I'm trying to understand why everyone's making a big deal out of this and I'm just not getting it. And I'm putting it down to a generation gap, but I refuse to wear that hat. So I'm getting into this, damn it. And I'm trying to understand that if you are Snapchatting versus doing a live feed like we're doing on Facebook versus doing Periscope versus Meerkat versus Zcast, why are you using different platforms to get the same message out? What I'm trying to, what I'm getting from you is that Snapchat is all about uh, little bits and pieces spliced together to make a story that's easily shareable for 24 hours, but then it doesn't necessarily have to be relevant for the rest of your life. It was relevant at that point. It's that first-hand experience. I think that what, what you need, to, what like that's all right. That's all right. But I think what the primary thing is is that it's that first-hand real human experience. Creating something fake on Snapchat is much more difficult. Okay. okay. Everything else, a lot of other platforms, it's easily curated. Good point. It's editable. Sure. It's, but on Snapchat, if I if I'm if I'm recording a Snapchat and I start swearing at my friend, right? That's that's real. And you know what? That's human. Okay. And the thing is, if people Good see point. me as an asshole, or <laughs> whatever the case may be, yes. there's no thing around that. That's exactly what they're going to see. There's no saying, oh, let's edit that out. That's right. You, you know what I'm saying? It's very difficult no, no. to curate. It, it makes... It makes complete sense, Brett, because one of my frustration with Snapchat was the fact that once I've shot it, I can't go back. Um, and, and to me, that was a negative. But the way that you're portraying it now, it is what it is. In other words, you can't undo this moment in time ever. And life doesn't have an edit button. Well, neither does Snapchat, effectively. All right. So now let me ask you the other questions. Because, um, and guys on, uh, who are watching in live on Facebook, if you've got any questions for Brett, just kind of type them in in the comments below and then I'll pass them on. Um, okay. One of the questions I did receive via Twitter um, that people are asking is, do I need to get followers? You know, this whole follower mentality. I mean, I'm really popular if I've got X amount of followers um, and I'm really lame if I don't. How does the following mentality work? Do I, how does context work? Do I need to add people? Do people add me? Tell us about that process. Okay, so, I mean, look, 
I like, again, I liken it to Facebook. And the only reason is because it's not the same as Twitter where you get followers. Okay. It can be, but it doesn't need okay. to be. So um, you will get friends. It's, most, it's all based around friends. And, you know, initially Snapchat was an IM platform with yes. pictures and grades. Um, so if you... I don't know if any of you are on Snapchat right now, but if you look at the little ghost on your main page and you swipe down, it'll show you added friends, um, add friends and my friends. And, you know, it's, it's all around friendship rather than following. Okay. Now, having said that, though, okay, mm-hmm. you can aggregate a big following in itself. You don't have to friend someone back. They can friend you, but you don't have to friend them back. Okay? okay, which comes back to Twitter. Okay, so you see, it, it, it does, but it can still be more intimate. You don't have to have... I mean, I have a friend who had hundreds of new uh, contacts, people following right him through barcode or username, and that's really cool, but she doesn't need to follow them back, and that's also fine. Maybe people, maybe she creates great content, and she does, so, like, um... Okay. So, so, I don't so, think Casey Nestle has... Yeah? So, so, so it's, it's about, you see, because if I, if I liken it to a brand, from a, thinking with a brand hat on... No, you're gonna be coming. You coming? Here's my influencer comes to my event. You're gonna Snapchat um, the day, or you kind of the launch. You're gonna Snapchat what's going on. Here's a review of a new device. Um, there needs to be an audience that wants to watch that. So then, yes. surely then the following is important if you that if if that is your intention. Exactly. So a following. You know what? At the end of the day. It's all about media and the voice and the reach that you can get with your voice. Right. If you're someone like Sean Duras has a few thousand, I could even imagine tens of thousands of followers, I doubt that he follows tens of thousands of people. I, pro- I could be wrong. No, I don't know how he, how he runs his things. But um, yes, like if you're, if you're a brand and you're looking to work with somebody on Snapchat, if you you have to have some kind of resonance, you can't just be oh yeah I have exactly. Snapchat and it's really cool I make nice content. But if you only get ten people to see it, then it's a brand's money wasted. Only ten people are going to see it. Right. I'm um, not wasted. I mean you know no, maybe sure. someone that sees it's influential, but you know it does matter at the end of the day. Now having said that, when it comes to a brand, should a brand have a Snapchat account? Now mm-hmm. that's very interesting doesn't always need to have a Snapchat account. And sometimes you shouldn't have a Snapchat account. Yes. Okay? Well, now we talk, we talk about community and the, and, the, and the age group of the community. Mm-hmm. It's, a lot of the time I feel that having a brand on my Snapchat is a bit invasive. Because Snapchat is such a personal space. It's so intimate and so real and so human. Imagine, exactly. I don't know. Hey? No, no, I, I agree. I mean, if... Durex condoms decides to have a Snapchat account. <laughs> do I really want to see that content at seven o'clock at night when my kids have their have my phone? You see what I'm saying, okay? So no, but, not really. <laughs> you know Sam Wright, obviously. Sure. Right? Sam. Okay, great. So Sam said a great thing the other day, and she was saying, "No, not all brands need to have Snapchat, but all brands need to be on Snapchat in some way. So the brands should rather be working with Snapchat influence or Snapchat rock stars." Working with them, so rather send three guys that are Snapchat rock stars to the launch of the new Nike, whatever sure. uh, footwear, and let them Snapchat their experience, their first-hand, real, unbiased, essential experience to their ten thousand uh, strong accounts. Completely. Where the, exactly. Now the brand is stronger because no matter what happened, that influencer was real with their customer, with their community. Now the community knows that that influencer is not bullshitting them at all. On the flip side, and this is the reality of, I think, where social media is definitely going is, the authentic, is authenticity, is that if the brand cocks up and if the brand really makes a disgusting or <laughs> shitty 
uh, expo, that's going to be shown to the 10,000 influencers, uh, 10,000 exactly. community on the influence. Exactly. There's no filter. There's no, well, not filter. There is a filter, but there's no um, edit. Yeah, but, I think, but I think that's great because at the end of the day, Somebody's going to find a way to broadcast that message anyway. So Snapchat isn't going to stop that. If I'm there and it's a crappy launch or if I'm there and you know, things aren't going correctly. You know, someone live tweeted the other day a plane crash that they were on. Um, oh, sorry, a bus crash that they were on that caught on fire. Um, they live tweeted the whole thing of what's, what's going on. There isn't a way yeah. to stop that. The question is how do you embrace it? So I agree with what you're saying. I think brands... <laughs> Brands have got this notion of that they've got to be everywhere. And whenever I talk to brands and I say to them, you know, they say to me, we need to be on Facebook, we need to be on YouTube, we need, and I'm saying, why? Unless you've got a specific reason to be in that particular platform, well, I'm not really convinced that you should be there. Also, if you're there and you're opening up that floodgate, you better make sure you know what you're doing. So you better make sure that when somebody engages with you, you engage back. And people are just not really getting that. I think they're much better. But I think you're going to get much more bang for your buck if you throw money at a whole bunch of influencers who've got a following, you're tapping into their community, and now they're showing it to their community in their voice. That makes much more sense to me. You're right. I agree with you. As long as the influencer is relevant to that brand. No, no, sure. But, well, yes or no? Because, see, my, my thing is that I'm not a car guy. Let's let me be clear. Um, you know, if my car breaks down... I'll open the bonnet like everybody else. I'll see that the engine's still there, and I call the AA so quickly you don't understand. Okay, that's my that's my version of being a car guy, and yet I'm involved in car reviews and I'm involved in car launches. And the reason I am is because when I say to the brands, I say I don't know horsepower from cylinders from brake horse. I know none of that, um, and they say that's great. We don't want you for that. What we want you for is talk about our navigation, talk about our USB ports, talk about the coffee holders, talk about everything else that the car petrol heads are not going to talk about. So that, well, you make a very good point. If that's the angle that they want to go for, perfect. You know, I'm just saying, like, don't you know, uh, don't go, don't go ask a guy that's a fully on petrol head yes. to go. To an ice cream launch. No, 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 sure. No. Well, if the two are so not so not even remotely close. Look, I think Just the big problem... Just following doesn't mean that... Exactly. Well, and, and in fact, uh, to your point, I think if you've got a massive following and he went to the wrong thing, he's got a more bitch and moan than do good. Uh, Actually, yes. That's a good point. You know? So, you know, brands have to be clever. Brands have to realize that this whole point of we can sit behind a boardroom wall right. and plan this thing out. You can still plan for authenticity, but you have to direct it more than more than curate and more than edit it. Oh, so, exactly. like, sending me to a launch of a new Nike thing is fine, but wouldn't you rather say, let's have three guys that are active, like fitness guys on Snapchat that are running every well, single day with their you see, Brett. That would be a better potential thing than, you know, you know what I'm coming from. You no, no, yeah, you know what? But, but you see, like, for example, I disagree with that because I think having you at the Nike event um, to me is more value for me as the consumer because if you're a hardcore athlete, you're going to know more than Nike knows. <laughs> You've researched this thing to death and you search the competition and you researched everything. For me, I want a real person's view. I don't want a gym bunny junkie who's up at six and goes, you know, and goes to the gym seven times a day to tell me about the new Nike shoes. He's got to have a Look, very... You know, 
you have a real point there. And, and you know what? I don't disagree with you at all. It's just I think we're just coming at it from different angles. No, 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 sure. <laughs> I, think, I think to me it's about authenticity. And this is exactly what you're saying. You've got to be authentic. Um, yes. And that's what it boils down. And the whole thing with Snapchat is that you cannot edit. And once it's the moment in time has passed, those 15 seconds have been recorded, you can either destroy it or upload it. But there isn't going back. That's the, pretty much the only edit you can do is destroy it. Oh, you can add a filter, no, which yeah. is beautiful. Some of the filters are amazing. Okay. But, some of them so, are I mean, a bit weird. Than, some of them are weird. This rainbow vomiting thing, I'm not so sure. Um, just remember, remember the audience. Remember the community uh, generation, what you're looking right, at. But so, so let me ask you a question. So, so, so that's it. Okay, so that's on the final bit because I think we've got to wrap it up. Oh. To advise a company um, or with regarding to what they should be doing with, with a Snapchat account. So, what would be your first, your kind of your top two or three points that you would say that you would say to them? How should they approach as a brand to try build to, to build up their reputation? Should they be using Snapchat? Is there an aim for them? What would be kind of your top couple of points that a brand should be looking at? Um, well, they need to they need to see if they if they need to be on Snapchat as a brand. I know I know you believe a brand should be everywhere, and that's great, and you can st- tell their story anywhere. But see if they first of all need to be there. Okay. Uh, you know, if it's a B two B brand, probably not. Yes. <laughs> you know, for um, so. customer, um, Barbie brand, yes, definitely. So see if they need to be there. Um, then I would say, see if they need to either create an audience from scratch, or right. if it's better to have brand ambassadors that they can reach out to. Okay. In terms of reach and community and that kind of thing. Um, then see kind of what story they want to tell. Do they want to tell the brand story? Do they want to tell the experience story? Do they want to just do the press story? You know, um, see see which kind of angle they want to come at uh, come at with. And you know, I have a lot of friends in, in the Snapchat community here in SA that would, would gladly also love to input on this, and I, and I can just hear them screaming if they were listening to this right now. Um, and see see what other brands, you know, in some way, see what brands out there you can collaborate with. That, that's a very interesting one. Some brands are good to collaborate with. Right. Okay. Um, I don't. You see, the, the thing is, Snapchat is so open that, that there's no direct list. You can translate whatever you have on other platforms. You, there's no real advertising yet uh, yes. on Snapchat. You can sort of collaborate with them on channels. I don't even know if that's South African relevant. Probably not yet, um, and and see where you want to where you want to take it. Maybe having a brand page is cool for aggregation, but definitely ambassadors. Um, I'm trying to think of something else here. I, I can't think of anything right now. Okay, uh, no, but I, you, you've you've nailed it. I think that the, what you what you're saying at the end of the day, throughout all of this conversation, is, um, and the way I understand it is, don't go into it blindly. Have an end goal in mind. Have a plan. Okay, and and this way you can kind of decide that it's working or not, but you've got to have some sort of, something to aim at. Otherwise, you're going to be walking around aimlessly going, well, the Snapchat thing is crap, or the Snapchat thing is amazing, but, you know, what are you what are you measuring? What are you, um, by the way, can you measure Snapchat engagements as a matter of interest? Um, okay, so on Snapchat, it's very basic. You can just see how many people have viewed your Snap, how many people have screen, right. screen captured your Snap, and I actually, I think there's one more insight. I don't, I don't and and where, where do you get that? I mean, once I've taken my Snapchat and I've done my 15-second video and I've put it up to my story, where can I go back and view? Okay, I know my story, you can go back and view that. If I've done individual snaps to individual people, can I go back and find them somewhere? Uh, no. So if you do a direct snap to somebody, yes. as soon as that person sees it, it's just, it goes. 
Okay, so I can't see what you did kind of um, 10 minutes ago if it's not in your story. No. So if okay. I sent you, Laurent, yes. like a direct uh, video snap on Snapchat, right. as soon as you see it, it will disappear gotcha. or it dies within 24 hours. At least that's what I understand. That. No, 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 that, 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 that does sound right. Um, by the way, I did see a whole bunch of, I don't know if you use the um, if this, then that recipes, so IFTT. I do for one thing, and okay. that's just for Instagram and Twitter, but that's about it. I'm still working okay. on a few so, others. I don't like the, the, yeah. So for those people who don't know, um, basically there's a website called IFTT, if this, then that. In other words, if something happens online, then do this. So you can set these things called recipes to say that if you go onto Snapchat, or if you go onto Instagram and your picture is taken and you're tagged in it, then save a copy to your email, for example. And it will automatically just keep on searching the web for your recipes. Um, I did see a whole bunch for Snapchat as well. So obviously it's a platform that's evolving and people are writing plugins for that. It is. It's continuously evolving. I mean, every update that Snapchat comes up with is just something new to play with. Right. And it's exciting. I think that's exciting. I think it's I think it's as much as an entertainment platform as it is a um, media platform. And I mean, that's what it is. People are not... I could talk for hours about <laughs> how TV is going mobile and entertainment is going first-person experiential mobile... Blah, 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 we could sit here forever. But um, Snapchat is that, as much as a communications platform, it's also entertainment. It's the experience that you're getting through it. All right, I, I think, um, you know, we've pretty much covered a wide range of topics here, but you have given us a great overview of what Snapchat can do. I think each person needs to go back and make a decision whether it's for them or not. Um, you know, the problem that I find myself is that when I'm at a location, I've got to make a choice. I've got to say, do I now tweet do I now live view this um, on Facebook? Do I Periscope? Do I Meerkat? Do I Zcast? And now, do I Snapchat? It's yet it's a, it's like six choices, you know, in a matter of like seconds because something is unfolding in front of our eyes, and I want to broadcast it to the audience. Which one do I use? So those decisions are coming in fast and furious. I'm heading down to South by Southwest next um, next week, and that's going to be an insane stuff. I mean, it's going to come up to you from all directions where the world's kind of insane minds get together and launch these ridiculous products. I have to make a choice. How do I broadcast my event? So I'm effectively going to buy a specific stand that I can have multiple cameras set up so I can do this simultaneously on multiple platforms. This is where we're going. This is where broadcast is going. The nice thing is, which um, I want to end off with, we've all got the power in our hands. So you have a choice. You can make you like um, Snapchat. And I think that is a place for Snapchat to integrate into all the other platforms, uh, so into all the other options because of the 15 seconds limit. I think that's very smart. It's like the Twitter 140 characters. You take a snap, 15 seconds, and then you've got to do something with it and then move on with your life. And I like that. That makes sense to me. So, I think it would be really exciting. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've had to really make decisions about which platforms I broadcast on right. and which I want to share on. I don't know if you've noticed, but my Facebook game hasn't been as strong with like my media and stuff, right. but my Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram game is a bit stronger. Right. You know, I, I just prefer those platforms. The communities I work with are more stronger on those platforms. Okay. And, you know, if you can do it all, then do it all. But sometimes you, you have to pick, the, pick your favorites or pick your community favorites. Can't win, can't win them all, as they say. <laughs> all right, fantastic. All right, Brett, thank you very much. If people want to get a hold of you and, and kind of pick your brains or get some consultation services from you or get you involved in their latest campaign, um, how can they do that? What's the, what's the option to get a hold of you? 
Uh, the best way is just to email me, Brett, at mild, M-I-L-L-E-D, or you can just hit me up on Twitter, at Brett McGill. Um, and a quick little shout-out, don't forget to follow my brand, Joburg Brew, on Twitter as well. Joburg Brew, that sounds very crafty, yes? It is. It is very crafty. We sell craft beer. Ah, okay. I suppose that's where you get all the best ideas. After a couple of, uh, of those, I'm with you. All right. So, each to the right. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Brett, thank you very much um, for joining me um, today. Um, for me, it's the day. For you, it's the evening or the night. Um, guys, thank you on Facebook, those who have tuned in live. If you guys got any questions, please let me know. Um, hit me up on Twitter. It's at Liron underscore S-E-G-E-V. Alternatively, thetechieguy.com. Leave your comments. Send us a mail. Let us know what you think. So let's slow down and recap. Okay, so now we understand Snapchat. Um, I have a better idea of what it is. I can see how it works. I see how brands could potentially be using it. Whether it's for me, I'm not 100% convinced yet. Um, for me, I'm about broadcasting, about sharing information, about taking you guys with me on a journey as we explore a new device or as we roll out um, you know, something new and fresh or as we explore a, a, a another event. So doing it in 15 second bits, I'm not quite convinced that will help me. Um, I'm not quite convinced that it will help the brands that I kind of work with. Again, I think maybe I need more time with it. So let me explore. Um, if you want to follow me on Snapchat, it's the techie guy. Um, I can't confess to doing amazing things with it. But um, yeah, let's give it a bash. Let's give it some time. Maybe it will ground me. Maybe I'll finally snap and get it. Uh, get it? Snap? Uh, uh, anyway, all right. So I think better stop talking now. So this wraps up another Talking Tech with a Techie Guy. Um, don't forget to check out the blog, thetechieguy.com. On Twitter at Liron underscore S-E-G-E-V. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe everywhere, YouTube. And we'll get more great content over to you. Thank you very much. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Liron Sekev, who makes complex tech simple for all of us to understand.